0: We standing on the word of scripture If you are to be standing with you Never I'll be gonna budge We ain't going nowhere We standing on the word of scripture If you are to be standing with you
1: Because of his grace and love We ain't going nowhere
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Faith and Beliefs Refuted, episode 29. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. So, just jumping right into this one, this is going to be probably one of the quickest ones because it's the, I mean, (laughs) David is really scraping the bottom of the barrel on this one. So, trying to prove the book of mormon because of jewishisms in the book of mormon so i'm gonna go ahead and jump right in we're gonna let david go away and i'm or go ahead and and talk away to try to explain how um these jewishisms prove the book of mormon to be true and then we'll we'll talk about it afterwards so i'm probably gonna just let him go and talk and then we'll go from there so Without further ado, David.
1: The Book of Mormon is the story of a family that leaves Jerusalem around 600 BC, crosses the ocean, and settles somewhere in the Americas. Unfortunately, many of us Westerners are extremely unfamiliar... Somewhere
0: in the the Americas. We don't know.
1: But as we familiarize ourselves with some of these things, the Book of Mormon comes to life in incredible ways. Ways that leave you no choice but to believe that Joseph Smith was either an evil literary genius, or a true prophet of God. Let's take a look at a few examples. The righteous people of the Book of Mormon lived the Law of Moses during Old Testament times. The wicked were condemned for disobeying the Law of Moses, but it's fascinating how that shows up in the Book of Mormon.
0: Let's just notice really quick the, again, the early on taught issues of uh, the righteous people were white and the non-righteous people were those were obviously Native American almost looked kind of Asian um, savages if you will um, barbarians if you will Um, this was the teaching of the early Mormon church that The righteous people were white and delightsome and the evil people were given a dark skin color so again even in the pictures and stuff we still see the the subtle uh, racist um, undertones of that in here so I just wanted to point that out because again I mean I'm really surprised they didn't go to more um, lengths to not show something like that but We'll let him continue on. Mormon,
1: It doesn't just say they disobeyed the law of Moses. Instead, it gets incredibly specific. Deuteronomy 18 in the Old Testament commands against witchcraft and sorceries. Alma 119. Says nice Harry that Potter. That did not belong to their church, did indulge themselves in sorceries. Deuteronomy 11 and 12 commands not to eat beasts of prey and commands not to drink animal blood. one 1.6 in the Book of Mormon says the Lamanites loved murder and would drink the blood of beasts. Enos 1.20 says, Now they became wild and ferocious and a bloodthirsty people full of idolatry and filthiness, feeding upon beasts of prey. Second Nephi 5.24 also says, They did become an idle people full of mischief and subtlety and did seek in the wilderness for beasts of prey. Leviticus 19 commands not to cut off the hair on the sides of your head. It makes Enos 1.20 even more significant because it says, The Lamanites were wandering about in the wilderness with a short skin girdle about their loins, and their heads shaven. The Law of Moses says that swine or pigs are unclean and shouldn't be eaten. It makes sense then that the only verse in the Book of Mormon where it talks about pigs being eaten comes from the story of the brother of Jared who lived well before Moses had revealed the Law of Moses. Alma 7 prophesies that Jesus shall be born of Mary at Jerusalem, which is the land of our forefathers. A lot of people mock this verse because Christ was born in Bethlehem, which is technically a five mile walk from Jerusalem but anciently the term land of Jerusalem, not city of Jerusalem, but land of Jerusalem, was a geographic umbrella term that included Jerusalem's suburbs, including Bethlehem. What was once considered a silly mistake in Joseph's fiction.
0: There there is zero, I want proof, David. I want you to provide me documentation that this was, and this isn't just a, uh, because I've never, no one, I've never heard that. It's It's not true. It's it's literally a lie unless you can provide me with with some kind of proof that this land of Jerusalem was used as a uh, umbrella term to cover all of th- everything around Jerusalem. Then you're making stuff up. This is called apologetic acrobatics, trying to prove the Book of Mormon to be true. I've never heard this even as a Mormon when I was was LDS. I never heard this. This is—it's—it's it's simply not true. It's simply a cover-up, trying to uh, overlook a mistake that Joseph made, and it's—it's it's simply not true.
1: Is now actually a cool little nugget suggesting the book's authenticity?
0: No, it's not.
1: In recent decades, there's been a surge of Jewish people emigrating back to their ancestral homeland in Jerusalem. I was recently talking to a fantastic Jewish friend of mine about this, and he mentioned that because Israel is a holy land, when Jews would go there anciently, the Bible would use a Hebrew word meaning to go up. When you left Israel, Hebrew uses a term meaning to go down. So no matter where you were coming from, you always go up to Jerusalem and down to anywhere else. Now, let's see how the Book of Mormon talks about Jerusalem. 1 Nephi 4.4, They did follow me up until we came without the walls of Jerusalem. 1 Nephi 7.15, If you will return unto Jerusalem, you shall also perish with them. And now, if you have choice, go up to the land and remember the words which I speak unto you. 1 Nephi 7.22, As they're leaving Jerusalem, we did come down unto the tent of our father. And after I and my brethren and all the house of Ishmael had come down unto the tent of my father, to give thanks. But either Joseph Smith was extraordinarily familiar with Jewish language and culture and went to painstaking lengths to intricately weave his knowledge throughout the book without ever calling attention to it, mind you, or this book is the real deal. Once again, I invite anyone curious about the Book of Mormon to read it, study it, and pray about it. Check out the links in the description for more information on this subject. I'll link over some other awesome stuff that I think you'll...
0: Alright, so we'll let him go now. Um... What he does in all these videos is he gives you m- multiple false dichotomies, multiple false, you know, false choices. It's not just one or the other. It wasn't either he was a real prophet of God or an evil literary genius, or that he managed to know all this and weaved this through, or he it, book is the real deal. What is true is that Joseph Smith was a an, was an intelligent intelligent man who had read the bible obviously and plagiarized it so no he wasn't an evil literary genius and he wasn't and it and it doesn't mean that the book is absolutely true it means that joseph smith was a clever intelligent plagiarist of the word of god and worked that into the book of mormon which is i mean and yeah. You know, okay, we can point out little things that might be, okay, swine and the law of Moses and this and that, which is easily done just by reading the book and then taking those things and taking them over and putting them in another book. It's not that hard to do. It's really not. This is probably the, the weakest. Like I said, this is scraping the bottom of the barrel to try to prove the Book of Mormon to be true because, I mean there's so many things that are bad in the book of mormon but yet here we're trying to find it. we're trying to drum up those scenes you know it's oh well i called miss chloe and she guessed my date the month of my birth right but everything else was wrong well yeah she she must be a real psychic There's so much wrong with the Book of Mormon that trying to pick out these little things that don't even really mean anything to try to prove it true is serious apologetic acrobatics and really, really scraping the bottom of the barrel. So none of this, none of this proves the Book of Mormon to be true. It really probably proves more that the Book of Mormon was plagiarized. So, there's that. Thanks for watching. I hope it was helpful, Christian. If you're watching this, uh, actually First Mormon LDS friend, if you're watching this, investigate the truth and the things that are wrong with the Book of Mormon. Investigate the things that are wrong with the doctrine, the things that are are false in the teachings of the Church. Go and read John 1, 1 through 18 and just see how much that section of scripture contradicts everything that is taught in the LDS church. And Christian, if you're watching this, again, I hope it was helpful. I hope you can take this and, and use this. If ever, if anyone ever tries, I'm seriously doubting anyone's going to try to use this as an argument with you to prove that the Book of Mormon is true, but hopefully this helps, and as always, preach the gospel at all times, use words, they are necessary, and until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.